Welcome, this is the Change Creator Podcast. Hey, what's up? Welcome back to the Change Creator Podcast show. This is your host, Adam Force. Um, if you missed last week's episode, it was with Kim Lay. She is one of the founders of Prime Roots. This is a super cool company in her early stages. They've already raised $4 million in this space, which is superfoods that are vegan. Um, this is an incredible space and they're doing great work. So definitely want to check out that episode. There's lots of great insights there uh, around uh, raising money and getting started in that space, right? Very powerful. Investors are all about it. So um, this week is going to be something a little bit different. So I'm going to be talking with Amy, my co-founder, <laughs> and we're going to talk about why your online sales might be less than stellar these days. We all hit slumps or struggle, especially in those early years. You know, Amy and I have been there. This is our third startup, but it's our first one working together. Um, and we have a ton of experience in just digital marketing uh, in general. And so there are some things that we want to share and talk about that might be holding you back that I think will be very, very helpful. So stay tuned. We're going to get into that in just a minute. And don't forget to stop by changecreator.com. We have a lot of fresh content on there that you guys can check out. And on the homepage, you can go to the Captivate Method and get on the wait list. This is a program where we will help you free up your time by scaling and automating your business, right? We want to become profitable because the more profit you make, the more impact you can have. So definitely check that out and we'll give you more information and an opportunity to become part of the program. Um, what else do we have? I think that pretty much covers it for today. Uh, as usual, guys, swing through Facebook and our Facebook group, The Profitable Digital Impact Entrepreneur. We'd like to see you there if you're serious about scaling your impact business digitally. All right. So check us out. And without further ado, Amy and I are going to talk about why your online sales might be less than stellar lately. Okay. Show me the heat. I know you're going to dig this. Hey, what's up, everybody? Adam and Amy here. I'm co-founder at Change Creator, and Amy is the other co-founder. Hey, guys. <laughs> um, we've been having some interesting conversations, and we wanted to bring that conversation to you uh, because we noticed a lot of social entrepreneurs are avoiding um, in, in this one thing that's really important because it has a stigma, and that is selling. Um, you know, so we want to talk about how, why you might be losing sales, right? And maybe why you're not even getting some sales and how to start combating that type of thing, okay? This is really important. Yeah, so many of us ignore or we just don't want to talk about sales because yeah. we're imagining the old way of doing sales with the, you know, the used car salesman, and we don't want to appear pushy or sleazy. And there's a lot of pushiness yeah. and sleaziness that we that are, we can see online today. But yeah. that's not what we're talking about. We're, you know, we really want you guys to have profitable social impact businesses. So when we're going to talk about sales today, I want you to, you know, drop that sleazy, pushy kind of sales thing that you think about. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a great point because the marketing world is changing so much and people rightfully so, right? I mean, they have a right to put their guards mm. up and that's mm. why you feel the way you feel about selling because you you're a customer too, right? So you felt these these things, these bad vibes from people mm, who are yeah. not genuine in what they're doing. So yeah, like, and, and there are ways to work around that. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. But before we get into some of that stuff, um, I want to just take a step back real quick. 
And talk about big picture um, of our online businesses, right? So, you know, let me know, guys, if this sounds, if you can relate to this, if this sounds like you, because I think, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs in the first few years, let's say three to five years, have been down this road. And I know we have. So here's, here's the first example is you spend a lot of time creating your products because this is, this is our passion. We want to make it great. You think about the sustainability. Is it ethical? You know, what's the social impact going to be? How am I giving back? And you put your real, you really put your heart into that. But then you got to put a lot of time and energy and, you know, time is your most valuable resource and you're creating now the business online. So you actually have to, what do you got to do? You got to make a website. <laughs> you got to make, maybe it's an e-commerce store, but then you got all the social media platforms and the different social media posts, maybe blog articles, guest articles. Maybe you decided like so many people <laughs> in our network to create a podcast, right? Because they're sexy, they're interesting. Um, and there's a lot of these things that are great and you might be doing the right stuff, but at the wrong time. And that's a very important distinction. So, you know, this is where we see so many people come to us at Change Creator yeah. asking to figure out, well, what's going on? Because I did all this stuff and I'm doing something good for the world, but I'm not getting the sales that I hope mm -hmm. for. All right. And this is a really important um, gap to fill for any social entrepreneur. And we see this all the time. I want to just talk a little bit then next about the marketing gurus out there, because I know when you're going through those processes, we all do our Google searches. We want that free information, the podcast, the blog. What is everyone saying? Who do I listen to? You know, there's a lot of bad advice out there and there's a lot of great advice out there. Mm -hmm. But, you know, whether it's Gary Vee telling you to do a million social media posts and direct messages on Instagram, um, that stuff might have worked a few years ago and it might work for some people today, but not everybody. He doesn't know what your business is and he doesn't know where you are in your business and there's a right time and place for actually doing those things so you might be getting ads out there with google or facebook and telling people about your product and you're just not seeing the conversions um and if you're here right now you can probably relate to it um, and we're speaking from our own experience as well because we have been down this road mm -hmm. You know, and even if you're tracking the data, you're looking at all this information, clicks, likes, comments, you know, you can get really wrapped up focusing your attention on the wrong things, which means you're putting all your energy in the wrong places at this time for your business. Like there's certain things you need to prioritize. Um, you know, Amy and I were talking earlier about this one really important metric that we should probably all ignore at yeah. these earlier phases of our business. Amy, I'll let you just talk a little, if you could talk about the metric we were discussing earlier, that'd be good. If I say there's one metric that I want you to ignore, I want you guys to guess what that metric could be. And I'm going to look at the comments yeah, here. Put a little comment in there. <clears throat> put a little comment here. Okay. I want you guys to completely forget about likes. And I'm not just talking about the likes that you get on your Facebook post or your Instagram double tap hearts. Um, those can be great too, but I'm talking about the likes that people are telling you. I want, I love what you're doing, but, but. <laughs> and for years can go past when everyone around you is telling you how much they like you yeah. and how great you're doing. But I want you to look at your bottom line. I want you to say, are all these likes getting to sales? Because all the love in the world does not mean that you're going to sell. Right. And yet it makes us feel really good because everyone's loving what we're doing and it makes us feel better about our business. But today we're going to talk about, you know, the bottom line of 
of having your business. And so I want you to ignore those likes because that's not going to get you anything. That's what we like to call a false indicator. Mm. It's like it, it's indicating things are going well. But if you take a step back, like Adam says, things aren't <laughs> going as well as you, you want them to. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to get into uh, a few key reasons why your sales might be dropping or why you might not even have sales. Yeah. Before we get into that, I want to ask you, how many of you guys shop at Costco? Oh, yeah. Every two weeks <laughs> on Saturdays, <laughs> which is a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do now. But for a long time, I avoided Costco like the plague. I had a few of my favorite stores that I loved and everyone told me how great Costco was. Yeah. So imagine that you were like me and you've never been to Costco in your life and this is the first time that you've ever been there and all you want to buy is coffee because someone said you can get a big bag of coffee, fair trade coffee at Costco and it's like the best coffee. Right. So you get there and the first thing you encounter is this overwhelming parking lot with like people are coming in, carts are coming in and you're trying to get parked, you finally get parked, you push your way to the cart, you look into this massive Costco store and there's not coffee there. It's electronics and TVs. There's a whole rows and rows of TVs, electronics. And you start walking through, you're like determined to find this coffee and people are handing you samples and you go down the wrong aisle and you're looking at plants and you go down another aisle, you're looking at mattresses and it can take you, I say, if you're going to go to Costco for something, it's going to take you 45 minutes yeah. to an hour to get through the Costco. And if all you want is coffee, that's a long 45 minutes. <laughs> and if you don't know your way around the store, there are a massive amount of choices. Just, you keep yeah. walking around, you keep looking, you keep searching. It's really overwhelming. Yep. But this is what many of us do with our online businesses. We create Costco sized content for our audiences when all they want is just coffee. I love that. No, it's it's such a great example um, because you're right. You know, online people are moving quick, man. They're not going to spend the time to dig through and figure it out. It's either right for them or it's not. If they can't find it, they're mm. going to go somewhere else. Um, you know, that's a that's a really uh, great story. I love that. So let's actually move into some of the reasons you know, why sales might be dropping. I think this is really important. So we'll just kind of cover off on a few. Uh, so for example, I would say a major reason, actually, I want to start with, let's say you are getting a hundred people to your website, but they're, the easiest thing is they're the wrong people. Maybe you just don't even have the right people coming mm -hmm. to, to, for, to uh, get what you offer. Obviously, that's not going to work. But let's say you bring the right people and you get 100 of the right people and you're still not getting sales. Well, maybe your message is not clear because if it's not, they don't effectively understand what you're offering and that it's right for them. So, you know, having a disconnect um, in your messaging is a major problem for drop off. And this is very, very common. And remember, one thing that happened to us was maybe three or four years ago is that we we were so familiar with our own brand that we thought it was the most crystal clear thing in the world. Everybody knew what we were about and mm -hmm. why they should, they should get on board with us. And so when you're close to it, you may you know people may not be seeing it as clearly as you. Okay, so remember that that's a that's an important distinction. Um, and maybe people another reason is maybe people don't see the difference in what you offer compared to what someone else has. And today the number one way to differentiate or number two way 
it's not just about price and all those traditional concepts anymore. There are other more important ways we have to differentiate today, especially as the marketing world is evolving and it gets more saturated. You know, if you're in a saturated market, you really need to stand out in other ways. You don't want to compete on price because you're just going to destroy your product at the end of the day. It's just not going to work. Um, if you have a vision, another interesting reason is people want to know where are you going with this brand? Why should mm -hmm. I stand behind this brand? You're in the social business space, right? So it's like you're doing something that's about impact. What is your vision? Where are you going? What's the impact you're having? Do I, do I believe in it as a person? Do I align with you? Um, and a lot of times people, like they put their guards up and they want to know, well, what's in it for you? You're trying to sell me something. So what do you get out of this? I yeah. know there's something in it for you, right? So don't try to play me. And that's where being genuine and starting to build trust happens. And yes, of course, you know, people tell you what's the benefits to the buyer. That's always important, but they're going to also want to know what's in it for you. What are you getting out of this? And then, yeah, what do I get out of this and how does it help me? Right. So having that clear vision of where you're going and explaining those things is really important. And I kind of just touched on the last point I wanted to make, which is with them, right? What's in it for me? <laughs> you know, they don't, they don't see how your product or service makes a difference in their life. Like we are here to sell and selling is what you do when you love your audience because that's how you transform their life, right? You have an impact product, you wanna make a difference. That means when you sell, you're making a transformation. So you are actually making a difference in someone's life. Yeah, um, yeah you know, so and again- Unlike a, unlike a salesperson, yep. a door-to-door salesperson, <laughs> exactly. when you can actually like, you know, have these conversations and see the objections and yep. hear and read the body language, we're trying to create this in a digital space. And you know, we, a lot of us in this digital space, the reason why our sales might be dropping is because we're not having these conversations. And like, I, the, you're right, we, there might not be a, the right fit, even if we're getting the right people to our website and to, to hear about us. If we are not communicating our vision or communicating what's in it for them, then we're going to lose sales. So, I mean, how many of you guys have been to the kiosks in the mall when they have those salespeople? in the kiosk in the mall. I think you've all I seen run them, right? from them is what I did. Yeah. <laughs> they have a tough They're job. They're intrusive. They have a tough job. They are intrusive. They grab people. And my husband was telling me about a time that this guy sat, sat a, grabbed him in the middle of the mall, sat him into his chair, and it's like, I've got a cream for this. And my husband's like, a cream for what? For the, my under eye circles? Or <laughs> do I look that tired? And he, as he was trying to get up, the guy was like, my cream, this, and talking about his product. And he handed my husband a sample of something. And my husband walks away and a little, uh, you know, whatever he's doing and looks at the sample and it's for hair conditioner. Now, I mean, you guys don't know my husband, but my husband is completely bald. He shaved <laughs> his head down to the wood and yet the guy gave him a free hair conditioner. And I mean, it's a silly little story, but this is what we do to people, to our customers online. We think we have to put this big net out and just grab people in the mall and sit them down and talk about our product. When really it's, it's, and then we're giving them exactly what they don't need. And that's how it's, it's so silly, but we are doing that all the time online because we want to get those sales and we feel like the more we can 
reached out to more people, the more sales we're going to get. But that's not how it works. Yeah. And it's so important for us to have digital conversations with our audience yeah. and to really get to know them and to, you know, replicate that being in someone's home, listening to them and having them get to know us kind of feel yeah. in an authentic way. Yeah. Nah, that's a good point. And I love the, <clears throat> excuse me, I love the door-to-door salesman concept because it makes you remember um, actually, yeah, it makes you remember about having actual human conversation yeah. so wrapped up in the digital marketing world that it's, it's become cold and it's become this tactical approach with funnels and all these things. And we forget that what we're actually doing is building a relationship. And the only way to build a relationship is to have a really uh, have a certain type of conversation. Right. And that actually is a good segue, I think, just to get into three examples of digital conversations that every entrepreneur really should know, okay? Um, This is the kind of conversation you should be having with people. And again, these are examples, but I wanna break down these three uh, real quick. So the first one is the get to know you conversations. I mean, it's self-explanatory. I mean, when you meet somebody and you're doing something, you're going to have a short introduction. Um, You're going to tell them what you're about. And these things happen so that you can, you know, start getting someone to say, hey, I I get where you're coming from. I I can relate to you or I like you. And it just builds the first steps of of getting to know somebody and building trust. Then the next thing is really the the why should I care conversation. Now that they know who you are and and they know what what you're doing and what you're about, now it's like well why do I care and you know you get into another part of the conversation there which takes them it's like peeling back the layers you know and they go step by step but there is a sequence because timing is one of the most important parts of of conversation and then the last and third part uh, as an example is what's in it for me which we mentioned earlier people are going to start saying okay now I got everything else what's in it for me I'm considering like doing business with you and I want to make a decision. So now I need to know that. Yeah. Do I need this hair conditioner or not? <laughs> yeah, right. What's in it for my bald head? Yeah. Um, and I would say too, Amy, that most people today that we, you know, we've interviewed, you know, hundreds of entrepreneurs and stuff, and they're not having these digital conversations with their audience. Um, and that be, that's because, you know, they're like we said earlier, when you think of marketing and funnels, it becomes very cold. You're not thinking of it as a digital conversation. But when you start framing it up that way, you start to humanize it and see that what you're doing is you're taking the door to door sales conversation. Right. And you're putting it online. Now you have to figure out how to be digital. And unfortunately, now in the digital world, you don't get to see when somebody is bored with what you're saying. Their eyes glaze over or they're looking around to see who else they can talk to while you tell your, you know, your speech. Um, those are always cues that you're losing somebody. And now we're in a digital conversation world and we have to figure out what goes where, what part of the conversation, what's the mindset they're in if they're looking at this page versus that page. And it's going to really help people um, as you navigate them. So it's a little bit trickier in the digital world right now. It is. It is trickier. And, you know, when we have a, we have our Facebook group, we have, um, we, introduce ourselves in other Facebook groups. And we see this instinct for people to, when they're introducing themselves to first talk about their product, to first talk about their business. And 
then we feel like we have to, we can talk about, you know, the authority piece that people think, you know, our credentials are that. And it's we really are missing those, you know, getting to know us conversations. So if yeah. your first instinct is when people ask what you do is to talk about your product, you're probably not having these digital conversations the way you really need to, to build this, you know, know, like, and trust with your yeah. audience. Yeah. Yeah. And and here's the thing too, is like when you're not clear and you're not taking the right steps at the right time, the messaging is confusing for people and a confused person never buys. It's such an important thing to remember. And so this clarity, when you have the right messaging and you're having these human conversations, you come off genuine, you're helping people acclimate, you call it nurturing, right? You're nurturing them and mm -hmm. they get to know you, trust you, they want to do business with you. Um, one of the things uh, we mentioned, um, we were talking about earlier, was a couple entrepreneurs we've interviewed, like Jake Orak and uh, Crystal Earl. And you know, as soon as someone buys from them, they're gonna say things like, "Man, I am so proud to buy this because I know the story behind it." Right? And same thing with Jake Orak when he brings people into the tribe for selling his products. They're supporting a culture shift, and they mm -hmm. love what they are getting behind. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I love my um, Ethnotech bag and I knew Jake Orak's story and what he stood for and what this bag meant way before I even met him exactly. and bought his bag and it does feel good and we want people to like, you know, wear our bags and wear our shoes and feel really good about their purchases and that's the power of building relationships with your audience is that, you know, you have this repeat business, yeah. you build this tribe, you have these people who become loyal fans, but more importantly, you have people that really feel good about their purchases, that look at their their Ethnotech bags and their Brave Soul sandals and be like, yeah. you know, I feel good about this because yeah. you know the work and you know the stories that are behind these yeah. products. That's what we really want for you. And that's the kind of sales that we we're talking about here yep. today. So it's a major differentiator um, when you when the story. And I like to always remind people that it's not just the product that is what's valuable. It's the meaning that is behind it, that depth, that story, that understanding of what it's all about. That gives it real value. Um, yeah, so guys, I hope that you had some little light bulb moments. This was a helpful discussion. We thought it would be helpful. We were talking about it and wanted to bring this to you guys digitally. We continue this conversation in our free Facebook group. So if you go to our page, we have a big button there to join our group and we get focused in on a lot of these types of discussions. Yeah, great. Can't wait to get to know you guys more, too. All right. Awesome. Bye. Bye. That's all for this episode. Your next step is to join the change creator revolution by downloading our interactive digital magazine app for premium content, exclusive interviews, and more ways to stay on top of your game. Available now on iTunes and Google Play or visit changecreatormag.com. We'll see you next time where money and meaning intersect right here at the Change Creator Podcast.